Welcome to episode 58 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled, Be Careful What You Wish For. Today I'll be looking at season 2, episode 23 of the Andy Griffith Show, Aunt Be the Warden. I'll also be looking at scripture from Romans chapter 5, verses 3 and 4. As the episode opens, we see the squad car pull up to the courthouse driven by Andy, bringing in the Gordon boys, the operators of the steel up in Franklin Hollow. Andy has a bandage on his hand and looks a little rough, while the boys do also, and Andy explains that he had a hard time bringing them in. Later in the day, we see Otis comes in with a snoop full, and, well, the Gordon boys quickly point the finger of blame to Otis as to why they're locked up, thinking that he was the one that squealed on them. It quickly becomes apparent that each set of boys in a cell wants Otis to be in their cell, so they can exact their revenge for what they feel is betrayal. And it quickly becomes apparent to everyone that Otis can't stay at the jail. Andy decides the best thing to do is to take Otis home with him and let him sleep it off at his house. Back at Andy's house, we see Aunt B, Clara, and Mary making cakes when Andy decides to try to sneak Otis in the front door. While Andy is able to get Otis in without too much trouble, Otis does manage to take the vase of water that has flowers in it from downstairs. He does leave the flowers downstairs, though. After Andy gets Otis into bed, he makes an appearance in the kitchen to talk to the ladies, and then we see Otis make an appearance in the kitchen to refill his vase of water. The next morning, Aunt B expresses her displeasure in having Otis stay in her house, and Andy tells her that he's a prisoner and he shouldn't be much trouble. Back at the courthouse, we see Barney come in with some crafts for the prisoners to put them on the road to rehabilitation. He has a metal craft set, a leather craft set, a wood carving set, and a Mr. Potato set. Now we see Aunt B as she brings Otis his breakfast, and we see that Otis is wanting to sleep in a little bit more, and he asks her to keep his coffee and his food warm. Otis tells Aunt B that he's a prisoner and he expects it to be treated like one, and so it begins. Aunt B then, like any good warden, puts Otis to work. He ends up mowing the grass, cleaning the windows, chopping wood, and scrubbing the floor. It also seems like every time Otis tries to take a break, Aunt B's there to put him back to work. When Andy does stop by the house, Otis begs to let him go as, well, Bloody Mary is about to kill him. That's his name for Aunt B. Andy informs Otis that it's either be locked up with the Gordon brothers or stay with Aunt B. Otis decides that it's time to run away. After several unsuccessful attempts, he gives up and he realizes he's got to stay and work. At the end of the day, Andy comes home to let Otis go as his time is up. When he calls for Otis, we see Otis come downstairs dressed in a suit, and he tells how Aunt B's put him on a road to rehabilitation. Otis tells Andy that he never wants to come back to the rock again, meaning Aunt B's version of jail. Andy and Otis, they go out on the front porch, and they're greeted by Barney. Barney has some news for Andy. Turns out the prisoners escaped by using a key that was made from the metal craft set that Barney gave one of the brothers. The epilogue shows Andy and Barney pulling up to Andy's house with the Gordon boys. They're confused on why they're there until one of them recognizes it as the rock, and they all start to panic when Bloody Mary comes to the door to give them their chores. I think we've all heard the saying, be careful what you wish for, you just might get it. Well, in this episode from Mayberry, we see that Otis gets just that. When Aunt B tries to give Otis his breakfast and his coffee, Otis tells her to keep it warm and he'll eat it later and this seems to aggravate Aunt B, who wasn't particularly fond of the idea of Otis staying at her house to begin with. Aunt B gives Otis an ultimatum, either take it now or he won't get any. Then Otis mistakenly tells Aunt B that he's a prisoner, and yep, that's right, he expects to be treated like one. I don't think Otis clearly thought things through on that one, but 
Aunt B sure did. In that one instance, Aunt B went from being the sweet, loving, caring, kind Aunt B to Bloody Mary. As we can see, Otis asked for something, and well, he got exactly what he asked for. Now, I want to relate this to how people ask for patience. In Romans chapter 5, verse 3 and 4, the Bible says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. The last part of verse 3 is what I want to concentrate on. It says, Tribulation worketh patience. So what are tribulations? Tribulation can be defined as trials, great affliction, burdens, or suffering. I read something that said 83% of people that were polled admit to having very little patience. I also read that 72% of statistics were made up by whoever's quoting them. Well, I guess it's 73% now. I would think that most people would agree that they like impatience. It might be that when you're driving and you get behind somebody slow in the passing lane. It might be when you're checking out the grocery store and somebody decides to use 53 coupons for six items that they've bought. Maybe you like patience when you're sitting at a restaurant and you notice that people who came in after you are getting their food and you still haven't got yours. I think it would be safe to say that these are the times that we typically call on God to give us patience. But you know what? According to the Bible, these are the times that are helping us to develop our patience. Here in Romans, it says that tribulations produce patience. So our patience is produced by the trials that we go through. Do you need patience if you're driving down the road and nobody's there to slow you down? No. Do you learn patience when no one is in front of you at the cash register? No. Do you learn patience when you're late for work and every red light we pass through is green? No, you don't learn patience that way. As bad as I think that some of you will hate to agree with me, I think the answer to every one of these is no. I know at the time it doesn't seem like it, but we learn patience and experience through the troubles and the trials that we have. I've heard it said for years never to pray for patience because the Bible says if you pray for patience, you're actually praying for troubles and tribulations. Do I think we're going to get more trials and tribulations if we pray for patience? No. But if we don't try and learn some patience from these tribulations that we have, then it will seem like that we're going through more. I think the way that we need to pray is that we'll have patience in the troubles and trials that we already have. Learning patience is like anything else. We need to prepare ourselves and we need to practice it. I started crocheting years ago and when I started, I was slow as I could be. After making several blankets, I got pretty good at it. I got to the point that it's second nature. At times, I feel like I can do it with my eyes closed. Plus, you know, like Barney said, you know, I've hardly had any stomach disorder since I've started crocheting. To get to the point where I am now, where I'm so comfortable crocheting, I had to practice. And that's what needs to be done with patience. We need to learn that we're having these trials. That's when we need to practice patience. I think the biggest help to practicing is it is to recognize that we're in these times and that's when we need it. Now, that might sound crazy, but you know what I'm thinking about here is that when we get in these situations that test us, we need to recognize that our patience is being tested. We need to slow down and make ourselves be patient. Now, 25 years ago, I would have laughed at myself and said that was impossible. Now, I don't know if it's just because I'm older and wiser or if it's because I'm just too tired to care sometimes, but I find myself having more patience with things. Otis wasn't careful with what he asked for. He asked to be treated like a prisoner, and he quickly found out that it wasn't exactly what he was wanting. It wasn't exactly what he wished for. Now, if you've come to the point where you think you're ready to practice having some more patience, then I say go ahead and ask for it. 
I believe we can all use some more practice with our patients, but if you're not sure you can handle it, then you need to think twice about asking for it. I think you'll find that every little thing after that tries your patience and, well, you're truly not ready. Closely examine where you're at, and if you're ready, then be very careful what you ask for. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment, and recommend it to a friend. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll join me next week as we'll look at episode 24 of season 2, County Nurse. Until then, thanks for listening.